very difficult to see what's happening as Mudonin has learned how to camouflage herself very well. So as you, you look, it takes you a moment to, to discern the Athorian that is appearing in the trees. Her, her skin is a sort of a, a mauve color and um, she's wearing robes that seem to be woven from from like palm fronds, so kind of green and and brown from from dried uh, from dried plant matter. And she uh, she carries a staff, a simple looks like driftwood style staff. And she stands. She's a, a good uh, 12, 15 feet above you, uh, looking down on you. I just glare up at her. Give me a. Let's see. Let's do an. Posed. This is going to be vigilance. Basically, it's to see if you can prepare yourself before she gets in her last attack. Actually, yeah, so give me, I don't know if this is entirely right, give me a vigilance check, um, and your successes are going to give her difficulties. And do I, uh, is there any any uh, purples? No. Two successes and two advantages. Cool, so... So she does get one success and one advantage here. So you are, as you're you're watching her very closely, and you see her throat begin to vibrate, um, which is just enough warning for you to probably crouch down, cover your ears, because she is going to bellow. Oh. Oh, gosh, yes, she is. Because uh, Mudonin is an Athorian Jedi, she can add her force rating to that bellow. So this is going to deal seven damage. Deals uh, strain, though. Okay. And you can you can soak four of that. She did not crit. So as you're you're standing there, uh, she just lets out this you know, that that bellow that felt like the planet was screaming earlier. Mm. It's that magnified by a lot because you're right next to her. I grit my teeth, and I. Uh... I'm waiting towards, uh, I mean, I guess she goes on for a while. Yep. Yep. You are going to, uh, oh gosh, you should have more damage, but I won't. You're going to have a black die to um, your skill checks for the rest of this uh, encounter. I am jumping. Because you are disoriented. Jump, jump. I am going to jump with the force. All right. And I'm going to use that as a maneuver and I'm going to slash at her. I don't know what kind of Jedi she was, but I'm angry. So this is your two difficulty? And then I get a black die, right? Yes. Okay. And remember, if you want, you have a light side destiny point that you can use to upgrade one of your green dice to a yellow. Cool. cool. I have one hit, three three advantages, and a dark side point. That I am is, using that dark side point because I have to use conflict. it. Yep. To jump up, and I'm mm-hmm. going to attack. I am also going to say, let's see, you've issued three attacks on the planet. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give you conflict for every one of those because technically I'm supposed to tell you that you'd be earning conflict ahead of time. I'm going to give you one conflict for that. I'm going to point out that I'm trying to save my men, and that's why, I mean, do I sacrifice a pl- Do I save some trees or do I save some me- humans? This is why I'm only giving you one conflict. I'll take that one conflict if that means those men get to hold their children at night, Angel. <laughs> can, can stormtroopers have children? I believe they can. They're just humans. Okay. Uh, I mean, some are clones, but they actually ended up, if they go by what can, uh, the legends. All right. But, but you were going, you were force jumping. Yes, I force jumped towards her and I succeeded in the force jump. So I get to attack now since it's a, I can do a maneuver and, a, and an action. Yes. And I'm going to slash at her. All right. Difficulty two. 
Uh, lightsaber is bum bum bum. Do, do I still have my black die? Yes. And does she have any defense that I need to put a black die to? No. Okay, cool. I have a success and three advantages. All right. So does that mean you crit? Yes. Do uh, do I crit? Uh, oh, advantages tell me if I crit. Yes. 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 The number of advantages. Yes. I then I then I do crit. All right. Roll me a d100. Uh, ninety-two. All right, so she is going to suffer one strain each time she performs an action. Cool. And how much damage did you do? Uh, I did seven. Seven. So she soaks three of that. Does she soak it because it's a lightsaber? Oh, that's right. Yeah, so she doesn't. Yeah, so seven. Ouch. Yeah, she is. Yeah, you, uh, you, you hurt her. You hurt her a lot. She hurt me with her screaming. <laughs> yeah, but she didn't lightsaber hurt you. Uh, she is going to whip her staff around. Uh, and it is, as I said, it is just a plain wooden staff. Uh, and she is going to uh, smack you around a little bit. She, she absolutely, she should be. I don't know what level she is. So by all means, show me the error of my ways. She does six damage. Quite impressive. And I, I soak two of that. I soak four of that. Did you take? Did you give her one black because of my defense? I think that's what you have to do for defense. Uh, I did not. But that does nothing. Right. So, yeah, okay. Uh, um, but you are... Under, oh, disorient two. So you actually have two black die now. Cool. Wow, so she got me. Yep. So... Yeah, she, like, thunked you upside the head. And it's just enough to make you see stars a little bit. Cool. Cool. I, I dig it. I let out a growl because I'm a mature. I'm a mature adult. Absolutely, very and, mature, super and, mature. And I'm going to take a wild swing at her. And this is another black die. Yes. So you've got two black dice now. No results. <laughs> so I swing at her. And, can I get a sense of? Is she pretty good? She does. She knows her. She knows her way around the force. Yes. Uh, you can give me a perception check. Do I still have my blacks? Yes. And it's still too difficulty. Yes. Uh, success and two advantages. You know that she is more powerful in the force than you are. <laughs> yeah, she controlled a root. Numerically speaking, she has a force rating of two. Okay. You have a force rating of one, and uh, uh, she she definitely has um, uh, some kind of of precognition. So she essentially knows dodges the hell out yes. of my stuff. So yeah. I'm like swinging wildly because inquisitors aren't really known for their lightsaber skills. They do a lot of cheating. Um, which is why the uh, uh, most of the Inquisitors have like spinning blades. Mm -hmm. I do not have a spinning blade. You haven't earned your spinning blade yet. Yeah, I will earn it one day. Does the, does the ninth sister have a spinning blade? She says she does. You haven't seen it. Just like I ain't seen no freaking Wookiee with the Force. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm swinging at her as uh, crazy as I can. I finally kind of exhaust myself, and I uh, just take a step back and uh, breathe heavily. And I, I, I scrowl at the woman. She is going to uh, bellow at you again. No, of course she is. We can't have one conversation. She's just going to make this about fighting. <laughs> yes. How dare she? Uh, let's see. And she doesn't need to worry about a black die for that. Because your defense doesn't matter. She's going for strain here rather than wounds. Mm -hmm. oh, she failed. She she goes to bellow and she gets some pollen in her throat. Can she go to the bellow and I just sucker punch her in the sure. stomach? No, no damage, but it's like <laughs> another light, good lightsaber hit, and she'll go down. 
I don't want to kill her, though. You can you can always choose to not. You also can, of course, always offer her a bargain that is better than face off against the lightsaber. You know what? I'm already sensing this woman is a pretty damn good. Uh, she's a pretty good way of surviving. She has an entire jungle at her beck and call. Even if I cut her a little bit, she's probably just going to send a whole bunch of jungle beasts to eat me. So my character is going to spin away from her and pull out his communication uh, communicator, and uh, he's going to say. Laris, I want you to bombard, start bombarding of this planet in five minute and uh, five uh, ticks of the Kronos if you do not hear from me. Yes, sir. And I just kind of stop and I look towards the woman. She stops. Put the stick down. She drops it. Now we're going to have a little conversation and you have a shy under five ticks to speak with me. Can you speak basic? Yes. You are Jedi Mudonin, yes? Yes. Who are you? I am Inquisitor Saya of the Empire. And she just kind of tilts her head back and forth. You've been stuck on this planet out of contact with the Jedi Order for 22 years, have you not? Yes. Well, I have Why a... are you disturbing my peace? The Jedi... I, I turn off my blade. When we have a civilized conversation, I say as a warship hovers overhead. <laughs> you are coming with me. You are under arrest under the Imperial Doctrine for being a Jedi. I am no Jedi. Oh, from what I see, you definitely passed the litmus test. I have renounced that long ago. I do not know what your quarrel is with the Jedi, but I have no quarrel with you. Unfortunately, the Jedi did really bad long ago. I'll catch you up really quickly, and since we only have about three ticks, I'd say, I'll do it as fast as possible. The Jedi tried to take over the Republic. They tried to assassinate Emperor Palpatine and failed. Emperor? Yes, the Republic is no more. We are led by Emperor Palpatine. After the Jedi tried to uh, assert power, we had to... Desperate times calls for desperate measures. With uh, Palpatine's vision, we are able to move on to a better future. And that future is without force users trying to indoctrinate children into their mist, starting wars, assassinating people of power for their own benefit. And you will come with me, force user, or I will bombard this entire planet until it is a black, crisp, dead ball in the sky. What is your current emotional state? Angry. Angry. Annoyed. Very annoyed. Mudonin has the force power sense. She's using And, that. okay, if she's using it, slightly scared because I mm -hmm. don't know, because I know she's more powerful than I. Mm -hmm. So I'm cheating by threatening to blow this ball up. Mm -hmm. It's not unusual for scared children to lash out, but I will not allow your bullying to affect other innocents. You killed several squadrons of troopers, men that had families and duty and a job to do, and you slaughtered them. Because they were here to stop my way of life. Well, fantastic for you. Their blood drenches the soil of this planet, but yours won't if you come with me and give yourself up to the Empire. Do I have your word that no harm will come to the moon? I won't blast it out of the sky, if that's what you're asking. Yes. I will stop bombardment, yes. Two ticks. Then I will come with you. Laris, 
Stop counting. Stop the timer. She will be will be having a guest shortly. Prepare the cell. I wave the woman to descend the the slope with me. If she does it like a jump or whatever. No, she climbs down. As she climbs down, uh, give me a perception check. Do I have my black stills? Uh, no, you do not. Is it still difficulty two? Yes. Cool. It's always difficulty two. Basically, unless I tell you otherwise. And it is my perception, right? Yes. Three dis uh, three threats, one triumph, and two successes. All right. Can I see it really fast? I just want to see if it's canceling out the success from the triumph. Yes, it did. Okay, cool. Because triumph gives you both the triumph and a success, but it was canceled out. Oh, that's cool. Oh, okay. So I don't, we don't we don't have to add things. This is a good uh, app. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I knew that there was a setting for it. I just wanted to make sure yeah. that it was active. So yes, as you uh, as she's climbing down, you can tell that she is uh, she she moves with the the care of 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 an older person. Uh, you. Do not know Athorian signs of aging other than somebody that moves with that deliberation is most likely elderly and is making sure they're not going to fall and break a hip, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, and you also see uh, hanging from her waist a lightsaber hilt. So she didn't fight me with a lightsaber. She did not. I take her lightsaber. All right. Yep, I unclip it. Bind her hands. She's making no effort to uh, to fight you, uh uh, I realize I didn't even make you roll for that negotiation, but the threat of of harm coming to her moon uh, was enough that she uh, uh, wasn't going to resist. And 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 I make it clear that if I see any force use, we will I, the the negotiation is forfeit. Mm-hmm. I I ask uh, now that we know the ship isn't going to get swatted out of the air by a giant root. I'm asking Bones to come uh, pilot the ship to land as close as possible, so we don't have to walk the ten clicks. And Bone does. Yep, great. And we get into the ship, and we uh, are blasting off like the like freaking Team Rocket. <laughs> Where do you keep Mudonin? In my ship, Pacifier, one of the uh, bays have. Uh, oh, one actually, of I was the... saying it like in the in the drop ship that you took down. Is there a cell, or does she have a window seat? I let her sit with like I sit with the troopers because there's really no like kind of cell area. Mm-hmm. I give her yeah, sure, fuck it. She can have the window seat. So as you uh, as the drop ship rises above the the planet she just sits against the window with her hands and her face plastered against the glass as a a force user you just have a natural connection to the force and you can sense kind of the the ebb and the flow um and even without a specific force power you are just in fact everybody on the ship is actually affected by this the others just don't recognize what's causing it, but there's just a deep sense of melancholy that is weighing on everybody's shoulders, and you can tell that it is emanating from this utterly heartbroken Ithorian. I wrinkle my nose and look away and mother pathetic. Laris, prepare the cell. Enjoy your last look at your moon. You have a word with the Emperor. And uh, as you finally leave the, the atmosphere of the moon, Mudonin begins to keen a very mournful song if you you can give me knowledge xenobiology not even not even interested i'm just making sure she's not gonna bellow nope nope it's it's very it's it's very deep again it's one of those like rumblings like you feel it more than hear it but it is just moaning and and keening and crying whatever keeps her from like freaking out so yeah i'll let her do what she wants for now 
and we get to the ship. She's I'm immediately having the stormtroopers escort her to the cell. And this is back above on your ship. The which, pacifier. Uh, I realize, is, is the pacifier its name, or did you have another name for your ship? The Nexu. Yes. The seven, six remaining stormtroopers uh, escort her onto your ship. Bone gives them the, kind of leads the, the way to the, to the cell. And she is delivered there. Laris meets you at the, the airlock. So yeah, uh, Laris can follow us to the cell. We make sure everything's secured and she, the woman will be stuck in there for now. I completed scans upon the rest of the system. And? There is no sign of rebel activity in the area. There is little of astrological or geological note aside from the resources that are in the mantle of this moon. Of interest to stellar cartographers, perhaps, there is of note that the sun for this system is going to go nova in approximately 50 years. That may also add to the sense of urgency that the Empire feels in reclaiming this sector. Character scoffs and looks towards, like, the cell and says, I just saved your life, you're welcome. And the keening continues. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I leave the cell. And I, I, I'll meet these stormtroopers at the airlock or, or on their ship. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Teak is there to meet you. Gentlemen, good job, I suppose, though I gotta admit this will be in my report of the unprofessional behavior of those that have been lost. As for yourself, you served admirably. Thank you, sir. I will... We will be sending a crew to tow you out of orbit. Just don't touch any of the controls. Yes, sir. And don't shoot anything on the planet. Absolutely, sir. Excellent. Uh, carry on. Thank and you, sir. My character, he closes the airlock. He's telling uh, Laris to send a message to uh, Tremaine that a package has been found. Yes, sir. And, uh, yep, and it's going to be three days towards uh, Coruscant. Mm-hmm. And what do you do to pass the time in those three days? Is there another model to be built? On the second day... My character drags an iron desk into the cell area, which is loud. Yeah, just this, there's like five minutes of that screeching sound. Yeah, it's kind of like the Men in Black, Will Smith. And, he's, and he sets up a chair, and he's just continuing to build a, uh, a model Karelian Miller ship. And he's not talking to her, he's just giving her... He's learned that he's not great at interrogation, but he learns that uh, this is usually a time when they start talking. And he's just waiting. And he's carefully building his ship. Give me a coercion or leader. Not really leadership because she's not on your side. No, coercion sounds fine. There's not like an intimidation skill or anything like that. Four successes, two uh, advantages. Yay, advantages. <laughs> they, they do exist. She has been sitting in uh, in meditation, and you recognize kind of the, the posture of a Jedi sitting in meditation because you were taught to do that once upon a time. Eventually, she does uh, open her, her eyes, her, her big, sleepy, Ithorian eyes around two sides of, of her head, uh, and she just looks at you, and again, this, this feeling, this wave of, of sadness threatens to to overwhelm you, and she just asks, why such darkness, child? I don't even look at her. I'm just continuously carefully working. If she's sensing something, she can feel that he pushes away his emotions uh, when he's working uh, mm-hmm. on his ship. It's very logical. He, 
it's almost a little bit touches on like Jedi of there is no emotion. But as soon as you, she said darkness, there's a spike of just annoyance before he pushes it down. And with the focus on just focusing on putting uh, the uh, landing gear on the Corel, uh, the YT-1300. Uh, uh, and he looks, he looks towards her and says, Jedi. Always talking about the darkness or the light as if people are nothing but cyborgs like Laris there. Emotions are not dark. They're not good they're not bad they're human which i am and you are not no i am not i am also not a jedi such darkness there as well you were a jedi though what happened so much death and destruction there were worlds that were raised in the name of the clone wars I could not be a party to such destruction of so many mother jungles. <laughs> that character, he uh, he scoffs a little bit, looks and rubs at his jawline. I see, I see. Mother jungles. Just because the Jedi may have preached an ideal does not mean that they were able to uphold it. After all, as you say... So many of the Jedi were only human. Okay. <laughs> uh, you're at least tolerable. Usually when I have someone in that cell, they're cursing or begging or preaching. It's always the preaching. Talking about the light side, the dark side, the force. As if it's some living being instead of the tool that you must use. You knew about the sun, did you not? Of course. And you still gave yourself up. You still didn't even use a lightsaber when I attacked you with mine. Are you foolish? No. The lightsaber that I carried was a reminder, not a weapon. My character stares at her as if he doesn't get it. Have you examined the lightsaber at all? Yeah, you know what? I am. I'm going to. I reach into the model kit and I, or the the uh, the tools I have, and I actually pull it out. This is all designed to be a lazy interrogation. <laughs> I'm going to look it over. Uh, it's a shorter hilt than than uh, is usually used in in lightsabers. You can give me a. Uh, I you could try to turn it on, or you can give me a mechanics. Nothing happens. I chuckle, and I uh, I hold it up. Remove the crystal. I am not a Jedi. I should not have the weapon of a Jedi Master. Well, the Jedi don't own the lightsabers anymore. Those are Imperial weapons, and I hold up mine cockily, and uh, I shake my head as I continue just to build. I pause after a second. So you gave up a world that's going to die in 50 years. I don't understand you, Jedi. I don't understand you Athorians, I guess, with your obsession with jungles and nature and all that it was dreadful down there the empire will find use for you yeah you gave up the jedi way that i'm sure the emperor will find use in that perhaps you can be reasoned with all i want is to live out my days in the comfort of the jungle there is a cycle to all things in the galaxy while the moon would be destroyed in 50 years. 
it would be part of the natural order. As the sun would go nova, it would release its energy back into the force, and that would then fuel future jungles, and life would continue. The destruction that you were threatening to wreak upon the moon had no place in the natural cycle of the force. The force is... The Force is something to be claimed by man and used as a tool, and there's no spirituality in the Force, ma'am. That's old ideals, old forgotten relics at this point. The Jedi not Order... Not so old. You Jedi. And don't claim you're not a Jedi. You sound like one. You speak like one. You are not so good. Don't act like you gave it up for some noble purpose. There's no noble purpose. It's selfishness. You wanted to... I don't know. But I've seen what Jedi can do. I've seen what a Jedi is capable of when they're cornered. They sell you off for a ship. No matter how young you are, to be used as a miner in an asteroid. That is what the Jedi are. Cowards who fled, who made suffering. And, and you can agree to this. The Jedi created the, the conflict of the, the, the Clone Wars in order to fuel their own ambitions. <laughs> Cycle. The Force. I've seen what the Force has to, to offer. Now it's time for the Emperor to guide the Force into the will of what he deems appropriate. And I am proud to be part of that. Because I at least know that no more humans will suffer, not by some misguided belief or ambition or hope or light side. The Force will be forged by the Emperor's might. My character stands up, closes his box. He's taking his toy and going home. <laughs> and he's he's like uh, walking away, proud of his 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 emotions of annoyance and hate uh, towards the, definitely hate towards the Jedi order. And maybe even just she could sense hatred towards her because she she was not logical. She was that didn't make sense. The whole jungles and stars and cycles, he just hates that. It reminds him too much of a, a past. And yeah, he's he's he's, he's walking away. Uh, do you do you visit her any any more during? There was one more day left in the the journey. Do you have anything else that you do? I visit her when we get back into the sector of uh, Coruscant, mm -hmm. just to inform her that we will be landing on Coruscant shortly. You will be, and I'm just kind of walking her through the what will happen. She will be brought in for questioning by uh, Imperial intelligence. She will be debriefed. And uh, the Emperor will deem uh, what is appropriate for a woman of her knowledge and her background. And she just, uh, you know, kind of nods along. She uh, is, she's no longer speaking. And the character uh, nods his head. And there's like a ration area where we kind of slide her rations mm -hmm. through like a hole. And I'm sure she hasn't eaten anything. Pauses briefly and then he sets a, reaches out and he slides a flower that he brought from the, uh, the jungle. And as she reaches for it, he crushes his hand, and the cr and the flower just crumbles to her feet. Oh, take a point of conflict, yeah, you no, monster! Yeah, yeah, that, that's conflict. And he's giving smug satisfaction, and he walks away. 
Oh. Bad guy. I mean, I don't, yeah. I didn't agree to this level of badness. That yeah, was kind of fatty. He's not, I, yeah. I hated it, but it was good. Yeah. So yeah, he's uh there. He's making uh he's landing on the 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 pad at the uh, Jedi Temple, mm-hmm. or the Imperial Intelligence Temple. <laughs> <laughs> Imperial Intelligence. Yeah. There is not an excited crowd there to meet you. There is no regiment of stormtroopers. There's a couple security officers. Stormtroopers. No, they're not stormtroopers. Oh, oh, they're like just humans that are secu- human security forces. And intelligence would have like. Fine. You have three stormtroopers. That's fine. Who uh who who meet you to take your not nearly as intimidating cargo away. Cool. Is Tremaine there? Yes. I'm walking towards him and uh offering him the uh and holding up the uh old lightsaber that she had. You brought this one in alive. Good. Yes. She apparently is a deserter from the Clone Wars. She left the Jedi Order because she felt it was wrong. Well, Perhaps that will be a mark in her favor. Perhaps. Her file was restricted to me. Why? Tremaine considers for a moment. I have not looked into her specific case since you have reported in, but most likely it has to do with her service during the Clone Wars. I am an Inquisitor. If I don't have the information. I could have died out there. I, I didn't know what I was facing if she was a knight, an apprentice, a padawan, a a, a, a master, for a council member even. I need information from me and I can't be locked out if I'm being sent on these kind of volleys. Are you questioning the will of the Inquisition? Of course not. Of course not, Tremaine. I, I, would, I would never. I, <clears throat> I am merely stating that I, I feel that if you deem it appropriate that uh, my level in security should be raised to a sufficient level in order for me to supply the most uh, appropriate level of uh, professionalism for the emperor and his empire. Your request will be considered when I have completed the interrogation. Thank you. And he bows his head, and Tremaine walks off, and my character... He lets out a breath, and Bones gives a like a slight whistle, and he uh, grunts and uh, nods towards the ship. He's like, go check on the cyborg, make sure she's not glitching. And uh, he's uh, just walking uh, walking to his office. It's a, a, is there anything that you want to do in your office? No. I, I want to know if the, if the uh, I'm going to ask if the Wookiee was real. <laughs> Or if he died during the uh, died trying to escape. Who who are you asking? I'm just pull, pull, pulling up the file. Pulling up the file. Let's see. I'm going to roll force die. Died during the interrogation. Of course, <laughs> I I clench my teeth and I I slam my fist down on the desk and I was like I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> But a day later, you are summoned to Tremaine's office. I go. Hail Hydra. <laughs> and Tremaine is waiting. Uh, he's not sitting behind his desk. He's standing in front of uh, a window that looks out uh, over the, the city of Coruscant. You know, he's not in the penthouse by any means of the Inquisitors, but he's, he's fairly high up, so he's got a, a nice view of the other skyscrapers. Of course, of course. Er, it's early in the morning, so the sun is rising over the city. Yeah, I walk in, um, bow my head respectfully. You summoned me, Tremaine? Your cargo 
had many interesting things to share when she was enticed. Enticed. Excellent. She uh, has not been completely without contact for these last 20 years. Really? She seemed to be quite uncertain about anything I spoke to her about uh, concerning uh, how the Clone Wars ended and how the Jedi Rebellion uh, was destroyed. He waves your, your concerns away, physically waving his hand. You know these Jedi and their mastery of deception. All too well, sir. And your, your knowledge of such deception is why I wanted you to be the first to know of the information that she gave us. Because she gave us the name of someone that she has been in contact with. And that name is Jalar Kita. My character's face falls. He's alive. As of a few years ago, at least. I see. Well, if it means anything to you, Tremaine, I hope to be kept up to date with your investigation. And to supply any services that might guide you to finding this criminal. Of course. I bow my head, and I'm walking, and uh, as I leave, the door shuts, and I kind of almost collapse against the side of the wall, and I clench my, ta uh, my, uh, my jaw as I, you know, holding my fist, and I focus on my breath, take a deep breath again, and I finally get my breathing under control, and then I move, and then I straighten up, fix my hair, and with dead, cold, steely eyes, just walk straight down, down the halls. The music rising. Something imperialistic, but not Hopefully bangers. our theme song right here. And that concludes our first session of the solo shot. Yay! Do you have any final thoughts? I liked it. It's 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 weird just being the only one here doing it, but I hope people enjoyed it. I like that we have a very... A similar kind of style of role playing and jamming, and it's kind of a give and take here. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Like I was, I was very hesitant to try a a two person game, but this was really cool. I'm glad. Uh, there is, I've mentioned before, a lot of pressure. Uh, running a Star Wars game for my walking Wikipedia husband. So how how does conflict work? I'm curious. Like oh, because okay. I, I have four. And I got I, I knew I was gonna get another one for crushing that flower. You monster. I, I I was not happy about that either, but I'm trying not to be so good in the very beginning because I am an inquisitor and a dark sider, so I need to be kind of an asshole. Just a little bit. I mean I do want to point out I get some heavy points for not bombarding that damn planet all the time. Session tally. At the end of each session, each player totals the amount of conflict his character received and rolls one D ten. And how does that work? What, what, if the roll result is less than the number of conflict points earned, he decreases his morality by the difference. I got a four. And that is, and that's how much conflict you earned during the session? Yes. Your morality neither increases nor decreases. Cool. So I'm at, I'm at, I'm still at uh, 29. There you go. I want to point out that I feel that uh, that was a, I'm trying to, like I said, like I, I, I was, I didn't want to play a dark sider that's like, you know, no, I'm actually a good guy. It's like, no, he's a dick. He is. But uh, it was interesting. He cared about it, those troopers, though. Yay. Yay. Um, no, I had a good time. I had a very good time. So thank you very for running us. And uh, we look forward to continuing uh, the, the solo shot. Because remember, the solo shot always comes first. <laughs> no, that's not the tagline? Okay. Yep.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fandible Solo Shot, Star Wars, Force and Destiny. Please follow Fandible on Twitter and Facebook and share this episode on social media. You can also leave a review for Fandible on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice to help others find us and enjoy games like this one. We can also be found on Patreon if you wish to make a monthly donation that helps us keep our equipment up to date and travel to gaming conventions to meet listeners like you. But most importantly, always remember, may the Force be with you.